So UFC 260, that was one of the greatest sporting achievements of all time. Amazing. A guy who came from nothing and in five years turned himself into a professional MMA fighter and won the heavyweight championship of the world against the greatest heavyweight champion, MMA champion of the world in a, in amazing fashion and Damn, showed, sure. uh, demonstrated that he was able to learn from his previous loss, his only loss against the same guy, came back and uh, showed that he could stuff a takedown, mm. that he could, you know, that you have to be patient. Um, nice phone, by the way. And <laughs> and uh, and then, yeah, and then knocked him out in the second round. Mm. That was nuts. <coughs> Love it. So, Chris, you can watch it great. when you're uh, back in Canberra back on deck what was an amazing fight looking forward to the movie man when they make it <laughs> the movie his, his story what would you call it Francis or the predator <laughs> the Pred- <laughs> I think they'll have some issues with that let's call it the predator yeah that was, yeah, was, that was a damn good fight good um, and the rest of it yeah the rest of it was pretty good there's an Aussie dude in there who knocked out his opponent in 46 seconds um, the Woodley fight that was it was good to see him show a bit of intent early on he lost that's four losses for him mm-hmm. in a row now yep unfortunate for him but that's a sign that he should uh, probably look at retirement unless he's happy to be a bit of a gatekeeper there which I doubt he yeah, is it's yeah. not probably not worth taking the damage I mean he's lost to he lost to Usman who's the champion he's lost to Covington who's ranked third now or ranked second ranked first is Burns who we lost to as well mm. and now he's lost to uh, Luke so he's basically lost to all guys who are ranked above him now and you just yeah. don't see him really beating any of them because those guys are probably all at their peak now so yeah, yeah. Um, he should probably retire I think so it would make sense at this point otherwise just punching back really exactly yeah. and he's 38 yeah once you start to get close to your 40s, yeah, you kind of got to ask the question. Mm. Anyways, what has been happening this week? Not a lot of work, a lot of work. Got a, I'm working on a, um, a brand for a, a VR um, escape room company, um, which have just started up. So it's a startup, um, and I'm just working on their, on creating their brand identity working on their logo they have a mascot as well that they are they're working with um and it's yeah it's it's going pretty good can you share more about the actual project itself and what the product is or, or not? well they're they're basically they've <coughs> just started up and they're, they're basically creating in you know like escape rooms you go in and you um 
it's like a puzzle room. You try, have to work out the puzzles within the room to be able to get make your way out. Um, but these guys are doing it virtually. So you put on a headset and you get put into a, a room basically and then you have to, you know, with along with other people who are also on the yep. in the virtual space. Um, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a definitely an interesting um, uh, project that they're working on, yeah. Um, and that's an Australian company. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's Canberra based. Um, they're called Plucky Plucky Wombat. The the name they're going with. Yeah. Um, and obviously they're just starting up, so they've only just re- registered their their name. I don't believe, think even think they have a website as yet. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's going good. Um. Uh, what else can I share? I'm not. Um, been doing a bit of Far Cry as well. Oh yeah, been playing games with you. Yeah, definitely. It's been that's been fun. Far, Far Cry Five. We've been playing. Um, picked that up on a sale in Steam. Um, if you're interested, that's pretty cheap at the moment. I was telling Jason about <laughs> it this morning about how you and I've been playing it, and it's a it's a pretty crazy game. And I think the way that I described it to him was, um, Grand Theft Auto with better graphics. I can't remember what else. Well, I it's used. first first person Grand Theft Auto with better graphics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but. It's a little bit. Um, would you say it's darker than Grand Theft Auto? I think Grand, Grand Theft Auto is darker because it's. I, mean, I suppose maybe you could look at it in a, in that way because of the, you know, the the whole cult. Um, mm. It it is a it is a darker darker tone in that sense. It's a bit more. Um, what do you call it? Apocalyptic or yeah yeah something like that yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, Extremism, mm. pretty cool game. Definitely enjoying it. Very keen to see how much bigger how much bigger it actually is. Mm. I don't really have a complete appreciation for that right now because obviously there's a lot of areas that we haven't unlocked yet. Mm. Which but, you know is is a positive because there's a mm. whole there's a whole world out there to yep to explore. Definitely digging the graphics. It's, it's yeah. um. Getting getting good use of the video card on my machine. Mm. Anything you don't like about it yet, from what you you played? Not not as yet. In fact, um, from from the previous one from Far Cry Four, because I've been playing on a PS Four when I picked it up for free um, that time. Um, I found I found that one to be a lot more repetitive and a bit harder, mostly because you. Uh, you have to do your own crafting of your like your inventory and stuff. Whereas in, in this one, it's all based on perks, mm. so it's a lot easier to pick up your perks, or it seems a lot easier to pick up your perks in this one rather than having to craft and or hunt and then grab the pelt and everything and then craft everything that you need to use um, and learn the skill here. You just get points and then you yeah, use yeah, those you just, points to unlock. Yep. You pick skill up sets. magazine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm digging it. I probably. The vehicle, the driving dynamics could mm. be a little bit better. Like yeah, Gr- yeah. Grand Theft Auto is definitely better in that regard. Um, yeah. But other than that, it's pretty cool. The AI is decent. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah, they flank you and stuff. It's pretty good. Def, uh, <coughs> running around with real guns instead of a laser weapon definitely makes it a bit more fun. A bit more immersive. It's a bit too a lot more challenging. A bit too easy. Yeah. <laughs> running around in a spacesuit with a Plasma cannon, yeah. melting people. <laughs> Plasma rays. It was fun though, just mowing people yeah. down. So that's a cool game. 
on games, I've been looking at a Warhammer 40k game mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. uh, something more recent. And the, uh, what's it called? Is it Vermitide? Vermitide 2. Yeah. Vermintide, Vermintide, which is basically built on the Civ 6 engine. Yep. And I'm a big fan of Civ 6. So that looks kind of cool. Uh, the other one that looks all right is um, uh, what's it called? Is it Mechanicus? Did you say Civ, Civ Six engine? Civ Six, but it's not like a Civ Six game. It's more yeah. of a fighting game, right? Like a first-person no, shooter. It's turn-based. Is it? Yeah. Civ Six is a turn-based engine. That's it. Looks exactly well, not exactly. Vermintide. Oh, I, thought, I, think, I, thought, I thought that was a no. Vermin, Vermintide is a first-person shooter. Sorry, yeah, I'm that's talking. What I was I'm about. talking about. I think it's Glacius. Glacious. Oh, okay, okay. It might be Glacius. makes more sense. So, yeah, there's a Civ 6 turn-based version. I'm pretty sure it's Glacius. Yeah, okay, yeah. And that looks pretty cool. Um, Vermintide looks interesting, but it's not really Warhammer... F- War. Is it? No, it's not Warhammer 40k, is it? Because it's not Space Marines. Yeah, no, no. It's like the medieval fantasy type yeah. factions and stuff. Um, whereas I'm looking for something that's Space Marines. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Dawn of War, which has been around for a bit, but that's pretty good. Uh, and then there's Space Marines as well. I forget the name of it. Not Space Hulk. Mm. S- Space Marines, which is basically like a third person, kind of like Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Just go okay. around shooting things with, with your bolt gun and um, cutting people up with the chainsaw. Yep, yep. They look like a lot of fun. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of, of uh, co-op games, don't they? Or like competitive, like Vermintide and stuff is competitive, team-based. There's Total War. There's there's like a home homeworld type game as well called Battle something. Forget the name, but it's like homeworld. Mm. There's turn-based games. There's real-time strategy games. Dawn of War. Um. There's the first person shooter, which is the one we got, Space Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a few things, but what I would really like is like a new version of Dawn of War, a real time strategy game. That's what mm-hmm. I'm looking for. But Dawn of War hasn't been made since twenty. What is it? Twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen. Yeah, I remember. I remember playing that. It seems it's like really it good. was a good game. Yeah, reminds me a lot of um. The engine is a lot like Command and Conquer. Hmm. <coughs> I remember the the worlds being, or like the ones that I played were very green, little little green filters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that that kind of noir look to hmm. to Space Marines. Yeah, it's a heap of fun. It's a pretty cool universe. Been watching fan films. This week as well, there's one called the, um, I think it's the Apagati, I think it is. Mm. You, you got to see it. some fan, fan-fed movie. God knows how long it took him to make it, but it just looks yeah, that's, like that's, it came out of it. That's interesting about that um, full franchise that they, you know, they have, they have some fan fans that, you know, willing to create work for it and they don't get punished for it. Whereas like in Star Trek, if you, if you create anything, you'll get basically shut down for making anything. It's weird, isn't it? It's, it's almost as if like no one, no one's able to get a patent mm. on on Warhammer Forty K. Well, even even as, as a fan, you know, in in creating fan work, which is free to like to anyone who wants to watch it, um, like 
there was a I think there was a movie called Axana um, back it was a few years ago now where they they built an actual like a proper movie and they I believe it was going to be free. Um, sorry, but, is this a Warhammer? No, no, this no. was this was Star Trek. Sorry, ah, was it? okay, yes, Star Trek um, Axana I think it was called. Um, and yeah, they they basically you know hired all these actors for free and stuff and they wanted to because they're fans of the of the of the franchise and they wanted to create you know stuff of their own and they got shut down straight away and basically stomped stomped to the ground by the um the lawyers yep well look at look at warhammer i mean blizzard yeah, yeah blizzard sure. ripped off and made warcraft and um starcraft, StarCraft. based on warhammer 40k mm. and um Warhammer wasn't able to do anything about it. Games Workshop. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's nuts. And I've been... I'm on an audiobook right now, which I'm really enjoying. It's a 40K. Um, it's a series of books, about six or seven books. Heaps of books. But I picked these up on Audible this week, and they're um, just a really top-notch production as well. So I don't know if you heard the Alien audiobooks that they did, that they released about maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they even had Lance Henriksen. Oh, really? Did, did one of the voices. Right. Um, they got a, an actress who sounds exactly like Ellen Ripley, <laughs> like Sigourney Weaver, but it wasn't. It was someone else. Um, Rutger Howe was on it as well. Really? Wow. Michael Bean was on it. Jeez. Did he die? Michael Bean, sorry. Michael Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of Sean Bean. Um, and that was really good. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a top-notch production. Um, so, yeah, on the Alien books... If you're an Alien fan, definitely recommend those audiobooks, which are available on Audible, and the um, Warhammer 40k ones are pretty cool too. Mm. I'm enjoying that, but it's a massive universe and it's pretty insane. Like I, I know Space Marines and I know Tyranids mm. and I know Orcs and I know um, the um, the Protoss-looking things. What are they called? Eldar. Um, but I didn't know much about Chaos. Didn't mm. know much about the evil elder dudes um and the whole universe is just insane it's, it's pretty crazy it's dark elves and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah there was, there was a point back when i was in my teens where i could have gotten really into it because um, i was like sketching yeah and like I, I just found pictures online and or like even in in um, magazines and stuff where i just saw i saw warhammer yeah and the con because i was playing a lot of starcraft a lot of um warcraft and, and stuff it just like it, it struck out to me and i just started sketching him but I didn't know where they were from, yep. and I didn't really look into it until maybe a year later. Yeah. But by that time, I wasn't like I wasn't really thinking about it, and I just liked the concept of the art, yep. and I didn't get into it. Yeah. Like I could have. I could have gone really into it. Yeah. Because yep. it, it seems like something that you know would be really interesting too. From the artwork, I think is amazing, mm. and that's what I find, or one of the things that I find appealing mm. about it. And I like the, the the scope and depth of of the universe and the stories behind all of that. I find that fascinating. Mm. Um, the game tabletop gaming, I don't particularly have, have, have ever found interesting. But the like the little miniatures and stuff. That's awesome. The modeling awesome. is awesome. Yeah. The, the creating the sets. Yeah. The um, the game sets, amazing. Love that. The the um the attention to detail that goes into the paintwork of it find mm. that stuff amazing um i don't think i have the patience to, to to do the painting and chris did get me this awesome um starter pack for my birthday and i still haven't done it not eventually i'll get to it but yeah. i don't have the patience for that kind of stuff um 
I reckon I reckon one day you'll you'll sit down to do it, you'll get into it and you'll think you know, like you love it and you'll think, Man, I should have done this earlier. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe when I can't ride a bike a, anymore I'll have to come yeah. up with another hobby and that might be one of them. Yeah. Um but, but yeah, all, all the artwork itself I, f- I find fascinating. I, and I I don't know don't really know why. Like it just looks cool. That's the the best way I can describe yeah, it. Yeah. A bit like um kind of like Giga. I love Giga's work. Yeah. I don't really know why. It just looks cool. It looks original. There's nothing else that really comes to mind that looks anything like it. Mm. Um, or even things like, um, you know, that painter Hieronymus Bosch? Yep. Yep. Like his old religious, all that kind of stuff. Um, like Purgatory, the, all those, those um, yeah. type um, artwork that he did. That stuff is just amazing. Salvador uh, Dali. It's just weird abstract kind of stuff i don't know i just find it mm. really cool and there's what's maybe what's common between all that there's like a religious kind of it's, it's religious between like yeah looking like light and dark and yeah good and evil and that kind of stuff yeah. mixing it all up yeah especially with giga and stuff he's just yeah he's nuts yeah i love it i love it yeah. it's, just, it's just weird um yeah anyway i'd love to get like a collection of space marines and just collect them mm. and just have a whole set look at them yeah, yeah. like mate, like in this room like just have a big table and just create uh be a, a set an expensive <coughs> hobby definitely man yeah. definitely but it's so much fun like if you're good at painting from the videos that i've seen you can like produce reasonably good figurines that maybe 30 minutes a piece like if mm. you know what you're doing in 30 mm. minutes you could you can do a decent job you need to spend about an hour to do a good job yeah. Yeah. and probably more to make like an exceptional job. Yeah. But then, you know, you're talking about hundreds of figurines. Yeah, for sure. A lot of pain. That's a lot of, and a lot of time. Yeah. 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 But that would be fine. So yeah, recommend that getting mm. into the, um, the Warhammer law. Hmm. I've, I've never, yeah, I've never really, dive that deep into it just the, just the art really mm. for me and I, like i didn't even, re- even <coughs> really know that there was um books or anything like there was a whole law law behind it yeah there's tons of books mm. like, i don't even know if there's such a thing as a start to it i with the audiobooks i was specifically looking for something that would explain the whole horus heresy thing mm. and that's basically um uh, the one of the emperor's sons. He had like I don't know, twelve sons or something like that. They were called mm. pre prefects, maybe. Can't remember. So the so the 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 story behind the name it's forty thousand years of war, right? Or is it? It's forty thousand years from now. Okay. I believe it is. Okay. So yeah, so forty thousand years in in the future. Right. The world is all the the galaxy. Um, there's like millions of planets. There's, I don't know, I think eight or so different races or factions of, or factions within those races of, mm. you know, civilizations. Um, mix of, you know, humans, you know, aliens and mm. just weird supernatural stuff. Um, so that's like the chaos. There's uh, intergalactic travel, mm. either through the warp or through the emperor, the emperor's. Oh, the, the, oh, the other the other interesting thing is like they've, they're humans or they've stopped 
science altogether. So mm. for thousands of years, they invested heavily in science and you know, developed all this technology, but then they kind of turned into a, a religious, uh, it's kind of like a cult, basically. Well, science is religion, right? Or is it? Well, no, they just stopped developing just technology because oh, okay. they stopped doing any kind of scientific research. So mm. that they've just stagnated. <clears throat> but right. yet they have, you know, very powerful weaponry and... Mm. And then they've got these, um, this is where I think the mechanicus come in. So they're like AI robots, but they're not religious. Mm. And typically if you're not religious, they, if you don't, you know, believe in, in, God, in the God emperor, mm. they, you know, terrorists and they kill you. But these robots, this AI, they live in Mars and they make all the weapons and they basically don't get hassled too much because without those weapons and mm. the empire is not, has nothing because they don't manufacture anything themselves. It's all done in Mars. Yeah. So they kind of let them get away with it. But, um, yeah, and then there's like the elder. The elder are kind of, they're, they're much older than humans. Mm. And it's almost as if they, throughout their civilization, achieved utopia and then kind of didn't really know what else was left after that. And then everything just got super, I don't know. It's like the extreme of uh, hedonism. Mm. And then I think they just got bored and ran out of things to to do and that manifested itself into uh, this kind of Satan-type evil goddess and if you die, you basically your soul suffers for eternity or something like that. It's just, it's, yeah, <laughs> so it's crazy. just nuts. Yeah, and they're like the protoss of, right. of that world. So yeah, they're super high-tech as well. They've got, it's, got a, it's got a lot of... Um Juning in it. It sounds yep. like it does have a well, lot, like a big, big expansive universe with a lot of different factions. And the original 40k books, I think, are based on inspired from Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Um, okay, right. Uh, Herbert's Dune, and there was something else. There's another um, famous sci-fi book, or that was written in the I don't know 1920s or something like that by mm. some other dude. So it was based on those three things. If you look it up, you'll, you'll yeah. know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah. You're right. Yeah, very, very insane world. And, and everything is just about war and destruction. Mm. Yep. And from what I was reading about as well with the, um, with the aliens, the, the Tyranids, they're kind of like the sort of perfect species because they, uh, they can um, they infect you and then they morph their, uh, their genes and with your genes with other species as well so they just okay. consume and evolve and mutate so like xenomorphs yeah, yeah basically yeah and uh they appear to come from what kind of like the the, the out the outside or the outskirts of the known universe mm. from all directions and no yeah. one really knows where they come from um but yet you know they consume like millions yeah. of planets they just yeah, no one can really stop them. They're very yeah. hard to kill. Yeah, the big unknown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a cool cool story, if you like that sort of thing. Yeah, it would be interesting to, to get into. Definitely another happy, happy feel-good type of <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, is, um, I'm looking forward to June as well. Haven't heard anything of it lately because obviously of COVID it's been delayed. Well, we've been talking about that ever since we've been running this podcast. Yeah. Like, what, two years now? And yeah. still nothing has really changed. And I don't really want to know too much about it either. Yeah. Yep. Until they've given us a release date. But it's already been made, right? 
It's been made. It's, it was put on hold for release. Uh, so it was supposed to be out in December last year. Yeah. Um, but obviously, because of COVID, it got delayed. And um, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe October this year is when it's supposed to come out. Okay. I think. So by that stage, they expect that. Um, well, I think I think they're waiting to see whether they can release it cinematically or whether they're going to go with an you know like HBO or like a streaming service release or something like that. Cinemas um, is obviously what's going to make them the most amount of money, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Marvel's going through the same thing as well, where they're waiting to see what kind of you know things are going to shake out yeah. this year. Yeah, well, kind of situation because they've got you know like um, what's the name Black Widow movie? It's supposed to come out. They've got the, I think the next one that's coming out is the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Um, but they want to see whether they they can release realistically, you know, theatrical release, and make well, money off it. Yeah, it's when the uh, when lockdowns ease. I think when there's enough of enough people would have have been vaccinated mm. um and then yeah they'll start to open things up i guess but like it seems vaccinated. to be they seem to be handling it a lot um a lot more there's a lot more difficulty in the u.s basically oh, for sure. yeah whereas for sure. here it's people watching you know going out to theaters and watching movies already so i think in the u.s it's half a million people or just over dead mm. assuming those statistics are, are real mm. um and then I was talking to my old man and he was telling me about the situation in Chile. And in Chile, I think it's 100,000 dead, but they only have a population of uh, 18,000, eight, sorry, 18, 18 million. million yeah. So that's a much um, that's a much worse situation in Chile than what heaps, like 100,000 for, for a small population is a lot. Mm. That is a lot. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I was talking to some relatives and they've been vaccinated as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you going to get the vaccine? I haven't seen the need really, but you know, if it comes out, well, it's to stop if, the spread. If my opportunity comes to get it, then sure. Yeah, I'd like to be able to travel. It will become a mandatory requirement. I think if you if you want to do travel, but I think yeah, that's almost think a certainty. That masks and yeah, yeah who knows what else? <laughs> I was reading the news earlier this week and Phuket, Thailand. Uh, they're looking at opening their borders July to allow international tourists. Mm. The prerequisite will be a, a vaccine. Mm. So I'm also interested to know what that is actually going to do to the costs of air travel um, and tourism. So right now I know to get flights is super expensive. Mm. Uh, international flights. So <clears throat> yeah, I suspect it will probably be a bit expensive depending on the kind of traveling you like to do depending on the routes yeah yeah for, for for a number of years who knows how long but hopefully travel to southeast asia from here won't be that bad because mm. that's one of um hong and i's favorite destinations so we'd like to do that cool man yeah what else has been happening um yeah not much not much else really just working playing games and Oh, watching watching movies, watching shows. I've been uh, I watched. I mentioned earlier. I watched um, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, which is a re-release of um, the Justice League movie, which was originally released and directed by 
Joss Whedon. Did you ever watch it? No, but once no. you mentioned it and once I saw it pop up on uh, Stan Prime. Um, I don't know. I watched it. Like, got it by other means. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Original production. That project didn't go so well. And then they gave it to someone else. So they gave it to Joss Whedon. Yeah, so the story behind it is that uh, it was originally made, started to be made by Zack Snyder. So Zack Snyder is a pretty talented guy. He is. The movies that come to mind, 300. Yep. Which... At, uh, as a movie experience in the cinema, as a cinema mm-hmm. experience, that just blew me away. Yeah, that was awesome. amazing. Um, oh, there's another one, Sucker Punch. Top movie. That's a really good movie. Yep, yep. Chris Gay lent me that, and I was like, what the hell is this? It's like some teen flick or something. Yeah, and then, it does look like that. But yeah, yeah, but freaking amazing movie. Yeah. What else has he done? Um, he, no, I can't no, remember. No. Those are the two that I that I that I think of all the time. And I, yeah. Look it up. Um, what else has he done? Zack Snyder. He did Sin City, didn't he? Pretty I sure think he, he might have, yeah. Which so is he's done one of the latest Wonder Womans. Oh, he's a producer though. Directed Watchmen. Watchmen is good. Yeah, he did that one. He directed Man of Steel, obviously, from the DC uh, Universe. Man of Steel was pretty forgettable. That I, I barely remember any of it because it's pretty I thought, forgettable. I thought it was a great story, and it had great visuals um, for a Superman story. It did it did really well because he paid a lot of um, attention to, and ho- paid homage to the original Supermans before it. Right. So for a Superman story, it was really good. Um, what else did he do? Batman versus. Yeah, but that was that was pretty good. That all. Um, that was really much the main ones. What else? Did he do Sin City or not? I don't see it on his list. Then did Sin City. No, Sin City was David Rodriguez, maybe? No? Yes. Where's my phone? He's done a lot of producing, but not, not directing. Um. Let's have a look. Zach. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is excellent. It's pretty good, yeah. As far as zombie movies go, that's probably the best one I've seen. Filmography. All right, what do we got? Yeah, Dawn of the Dead, brilliant. 300, brilliant. Watchmen, it's pretty good. Uh, Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of... I don't even know what that is. That's an animated film. Sucker Punch, excellent. Man of Steel, yeah. 300, Rise of an Empire, horrible movie. That was the sequel to 300. Yeah. It was garbage. It was, it was Batman vs. Superman, not great. Suicide Squad, I haven't seen. Wonder Woman, garbage. Justice League, haven't seen it. Aquaman, yeah, that was okay. Bit silly, but it was okay. <laughs> Wonder Woman, yeah. Hummy of the Dead, I haven't... Uh, 2021. The Flash. Okay. He's, he's very much into, the, into DC. DC Universe, and who did they get? Joss Whedon. So yeah, what happened basically? He's um, uh, he was in, in the middle of cre- of producing or directing that you know that film for Justice League, and he had most of the 
um, the film planned out and everything. But he had, because his vision is very very expansive, and you know he's, he likes to do his own um, his own work basically. So the uh, the producers didn't quite like what he was what he was going for. Too dark. Yeah, that kind <coughs> of thing. Um, and so in between that, his uh, his daughter committed suicide. Oh really? Shit. Um, yeah. So he had a really bad time during that that time and so basically he stepped out of the out of the picture and they got Joss Whedon to of course they did try to fix it if you want to take a serious story and turn it into some circus and you know you, you, you hire a clown <laughs> well, you get Joss Whedon well I mean I don't mind Joss Whedon's work I think he's done he's done some excellent work as well on on of his own um, let me give you a good example of of probably something that's akin to what's happened with um mm-hmm. with Justice League Alien mm-hmm yeah, you know, yeah. Hollywood wanted to, um, you know, deliver a circus, and they hired him and and did Alien. That's and that's what they got. It's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like in, in if when when Joss Whedon does his own work. When he's when he yeah. comes out with his own concept, Firefly, amazing, awesome, Firefly, but Buffy, Buffy, yeah, the first four yep. seasons, amazing, yeah, the the Avengers as well, um, it's it's really good, but when he's had you know because he had to work with somebody else's work and try to mold that into something that the executives wanted to be a bit more brighter, a bit more mm. upbeat, they want PG so they can yeah triple their money, yeah. And so basically, he worked. He did the best with the, with what he had. Um, Angel was around for a while, and that's not something I ever watched because I've never really been a big fan of um, what's her face. Um, Angel, Angel. No, no I'm not thinking of Angel. Sorry, I'm getting confused you're thinking here. Dark with, um, Angel. I'm thinking Dark Angel yeah. with um, James Cameron. Yeah. And uh, whatever her name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that was a good show. I enjoyed She's that. such a good actress that I, <laughs> I can uh, I can remember. It her was name. it was made for her. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, so that's what happened with uh, with Zack Snyder. Um, Joss Whedon basically did the best with what he had, and even did some reshoots, and they weren't very good. Because again, you know, you had um, what's his name? He plays Superman. Um, at the time, he was Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. He was yeah. shooting uh, the Mission Impossible um, movie, and he had a mustache. Yeah. And like the big thing with that, with that was that he he was under contract not to shave his mustache for that movie. And when he came back for the reshoots of Justice League, um, he still had the mustache, so they had to paint it out, and they didn't do a very good job. God, that's so <laughs> lame. When you spend gazillions on a movie, and then yep. you can't get and that then, right. That's, yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. And the funny thing was that, you know, people on the internet basically <coughs> got a hand of the footage and they did so much better mm. at removing the yeah. mustache that, you know, basically put them to shame and crazy. But you know, uh, the, um, I will watch that eventually. It, you've got to, you've got to, especially if you want to watch the first, like Joss Whedon's versions first to see what, how it, how it's different. No, I'm if, not sure if you're that it. much of a critic, no. I, I, look, Joss Whedon loved Firefly, loved Buffy, but there's really nothing else he's done it's, that uh, I enjoy. It's only something you'd watch if you want to see the, you know, want to compare mm. them. But um, which you know, if you did, it would take up 
six hours of your life. Too. Yeah, definitely. That's that's easy. Yeah. Definitely watch the the proper Zack Snyder one. Yeah. If they um, they didn't let him finish it properly, then it's it's very problem. it's very expensive. There's still a lot that he could have clipped out, but I think it adds a lot of background to to the characters as well because it's this very character driven version. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, whereas you know Joss Whedon tried to do his team teamwork thing, and it didn't it didn't basically the footage wasn't there for him to work with so right. it didn't come out very good he tried to put a lot of comic comedy into it but again it wasn't there to begin with so you can't just bring it out of nowhere or add lines that don't fit in I'll check it out um, yeah. also heard that they're making a, a HBO TV series about The Last of Us oh really oh that's right yeah 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 yeah. and it's got um. what's his face from Game of Thrones uh, the um, what's the name of the Lannister dude with the one hand? Um, yes, yes, yes. Oh, Whatever his name is, so he looks just like Joel, the character Joel. Yeah, they've they've done a good likeness with him. Um. Unfortunately, they couldn't get that other Canadian actress that looks where they they kind of ripped off the original um, Ellie from, oh, from the yeah. first one, even though they denied it. But it looks exactly like her. At the time, now well, that's that's where they got it from, and then they denied that they got it from her. And yeah, <laughs> it was a whole kerfuffle. Would have been good if how funny would have been if they would have hired her to, to do the HBO series after yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikolai Costa Walder. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So he looks just like him. So that's going to be good, and that's such an awesome story as well. Mm. I hope they do well. I hope they do good. Whether you like the game or not, it's a great story. Yeah, and I like both games. Mm. Um, did you play the second one? Did nah, you even finish the nah. first one? I never finished the first one. I've, I've still got it. I mean, it's still there. I've still got it. You should do it. Um, and you got the remastered one too, didn't you? I did the get PS4. remastered, yes. For the PS4 Pro. I might have to borrow that off you. Because I'd play through the I first one again. Because I'm not using it. So if you want it, you can borrow yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Lend it to me. Because I've only... I got the one on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I, I remember was during... When that game came out. It was during the um, Christmas holiday. Mm. And uh, obviously I was at home, had some time off. And yeah, I think I played 11 hours straight. Really? On one day. Uh, like, you know, I would play it for a block and then I'd go and have lunch and yeah. go outside, do something, then come back. and. But yeah, and I just right. left it on. And, and uh, Great game. Great game. Loved it. Loved the story. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really get as much into it most, because it's very dark. Super dark. It's super dark. And it like it kind of, at times it gets to me. Really? Playing it playing through so much darkness there um, isn't really any happiness in but it. and the second that's, one's that's worse that's what I mean yeah <clears throat> the second one's much worse yeah they double down on the, the yeah. whole yeah misery yeah and that's what that's why I didn't, it didn't draw me to it um, whereas like the, the the game that I really enjoyed on the PS PS3 and PS4 were the um, um, that's Rocky <laughs> Rocky um, what do you call it the Tomb Raider one not the Tomb Raider but you know the Uncharted, Uncharted series. Right. They were my favorite because they had that kind of darkness, but they, they also had comedy and a lot of um, uh, adventure. So that that's what drew me more to. Kind of like Grand Theft Auto. There's enough funny stuff in it to, to dumb it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but... Because there's uh, some pretty evil things. Grand, Grand Theft Auto is a parody of, of the real world. It's more, uh, it's more of a comedy than... More ridiculous, mm. whereas uh, 
Uncharted is it has has a blend of everything. It's good good story, good gameplay, good graphics, and all that kind of stuff. I just remembered Come Again. How crazy again. that game! Yeah, that was nuts. Running people over. <laughs> that was the whole point of it: just death, destruction. Yeah. yeah, that was nuts. But yeah, Uncharted. I mean, not Uncharted. Uh, the Last of Us. I'll I'll get to it one day. Because I did start and I played. I played maybe a quarter of the way through. Um, so I'll get back and the graphics are awesome on it. Oh, the graphics are beautiful it, it squeezes everything out of what mm. the PlayStation's capable of of giving um, the controls are a little bit clunky but then again yeah, that too. pretty most of those games are clunky mm. um, so third person shooters that require where you have a lot of inventory mm. I think are just generally clunky I can't think of one that works really well I think for, for, for me Grand for, Theft Auto. <coughs> for me for the last of for the last of us was it's very not very intuitive the way that people move like for Uncharted I think they got it right in the, in the latest one um, where everything's just fluid and it feels like when you move the, the joystick you know it moves the character yep. correctly it feels that way whereas without the last of us it felt a bit weird and I'm, you know, obviously I'm speaking of the first one because I haven't played the second one, so it might have made improvements. Yeah, I think what you're describing is how I describe. It's like uh, it's like FIFA and Pro Evolution Soccer. Mm. When I play Pro Evolution, Pro Evolution Soccer, the players do exactly what I want them to do. When I play FIFA, yeah, I don't get yeah. the same feeling. There's, yeah. there's, it's like a, there's a, it's like um, it feels scripted. <coughs> Yeah, it's it's the same thing when you when I used to play Tomb Raider, the, the the first Tomb Raider that I went back to play a while ago, a few years ago. Um, basically, you can't turn on a, on a dime. You you have to do this whole circle to mm. do, you know, walk, turn around. Yeah, they're clunky. And it's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, but it yep. made sense at the time, obviously. So yeah. Um, God, those movies are terrible. Tomb Raider movies. Yeah, even what? the latest one wasn't great. No, they're all bad. Yeah. They're all really bad. But I, I do prefer Angelina Jolie's attempts because it was more, more comedy, more funny. She doesn't look as believable there yeah. than as yeah. the other um, AI lady, mm. Ex Machina, whatever her name is. What's her name? Oh, I forget. Something Vikander. Yes. That's why we need Chris because he knows all the names. Film yeah, stars. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but he's um shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris again. He's out in Melbourne <laughs> doing his comedy. Uh, I think he started this week and he's got another week to go, so two weeks I think it was. Yeah. Hope it's going <coughs> well. He's uh it sounds like he's having a good time. Mm, definitely. And what you know, what, how how couldn't you? Doing what you love. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. That's right. That in itself is um is an achievement on its own because mm. most people don't get to do that. So yeah, not to be uh, taken for granted. Mm. Wow, man, that UFC blew me away. I'm just thinking about it now. <laughs> it's yeah, awesome it to see good. the learning process because he lost in 2018, I yep. think. Yeah, yeah, 2018. So it's been a little bit over two years because I think that was in January. And at the time, he had the record for the hardest punch. 
mm. um, a professional athlete. And um, <clears throat> yeah, there's some machine that that measures that. So mm-hmm. he recorded. It's the it's the one the they use in Rocky, in the Rocky movie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ivan, what's his name? Uh, Dra- Dra- Drago. Drago. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he was dangerous. Hadn't lost a fight. Fights Stipe. Stipe just shot for his legs, put him on his back, demonstrated to the world that basically Nganu only had one weapon and that was mm. his right hand and that's it. Nothing else. He had nothing else. Yeah. No cardio, no ground game. And uh, and then just that's what he did every round. Yeah. He just took him down, tied him out and then scored points. One by decision. But I do remember in that fight, I think it might have been the first round, Nganu swung a hard right and just clipped Stipe at the bottom. Like clipped him. Mm. Like didn't fully connect, just clipped him. And, you know, fattened his That's eye. That's right. He had a whole hematoma thing yeah, going. Massive, yeah. yeah. And then in, I remember in the post-fight conference, like people were asking him basically, you know, it was, wasn't a particularly good fight to watch. And he was like... What are you kidding? Look look what he did to me just <laughs> yeah. by clipping me, right? If I'd gone toe-to-toe with him, I wouldn't be sitting here, mm. you know, as the defending champion. Uh, so, watching the fight today and seeing Stipe go for the takedown and seeing Nganu not only stuff the takedown, but you could see the technique. Yeah, yeah. He was able to then use his massive physique to then put him on the ground. Yeah. And Maneuver his way. Yeah. yeah. It's just... You can That's you cool. can see you can see the learning you can see the practice that he's gone through and yeah the growth yeah uh, yeah totally yeah. so against anyone else in that division I think like I said after the fight he's going to be a champion for a long time because mm-hmm. there's no one else in that division that I think can challenge him but John Jones on the other hand if he, if he keeps up that malleability of learning and you know yep. yeah yeah definitely um John Jones though mm. that's a different beast. We, we don't know mm. other than John Jones being you know the undisputable greatest of all time the light heavyweight division and, and arguably in MMA mm. um, seeing him go to heavyweight what is he probably weighing around 240 or something so what was the gun it was 260 Two, yeah what was he 240 something I think no he was 260 yeah. something 263 yeah so he's probably not going to get much smaller than that um but against John Jones, yeah. Mm. Definitely be interesting. I can see that being the biggest pay-per-view of all time. Definitely. I could see that clocking more than um, McGregor and um, uh, Khabib. Mm. And Jones is super keen too, so. Yeah. Gonna be what do you say? Let's, uh, let's play, Show baby. me the money. Let's play, baby. Let's play, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, going to be fun. And uh, Ngani said, uh, yeah, I'll fight you in July, August. Yeah, mm. I'm ready to go. So it just uh, needs a break, another fight camp, and then um, let's do it again. Yeah, definitely one to, one to watch. Keep in the books. So what's coming this week? Uh, this week, I've got more work on that, that uh, for that company. Um, not much else. I think I've got, I'm going to start work with um, my previous employer as well. Um, do some contracting for them. Um, it's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. 
see how that goes just main, mainly like uh theming their um their existing product yeah which i did you know for 10 13 yep. years really bit of freelance work you yep. have multiple clients you know yep. work uh obviously there'll be deadlines but you know you work mm. to your own timetable to meet those deadlines mm. um you know you, other than having a, a client uh you know you might have a, a boss yeah yeah that's good that's yeah good. so i've been i've been doing a lot of the admin stuff to get set up for that getting insurance yeah. whatnot yeah yeah that's all the boring the boring stuff yeah once you understand how the, the yeah it's, it's not that onerous mm. um you just need a good accountant yeah yeah which uh i need to i need to find i've got one at the moment um he's not really well from uh, it also comes from down from me a bit um not on top of it at the moment so we'll see how that goes i've got to get on top of it get a good accountant and then yeah yeah well i can recommend someone good. been working with her for 12 years now right right she's very good right um so yeah let me know um so that's good man work-wise we should uh we should give far cry a go arcade mode we should and get Sam on. Need, need to get more people. Shout on out there. to Sam. Yeah, definitely. Did like a death match or something like that. I could see that being a lot of fun. Yep, yep. Maybe um, I might shoot him a message and see if he's keen for tonight. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Give that a go. Should. Um, cool. That's about it. That's about it. Yep. Let's um, let's call it there. No worries. It's good, a uh, good chat. It's a good day. It's a good weekend. The uh, days are getting uh, a bit shorter, a bit colder. Yes, yes. So I reckon we'll cool. be doing a few more of these. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank Talk you. Soon. Ciao. Happy weekend.